0: UcToday.com Hello and welcome to Out Loud. As part of our ongoing coverage from Enterprise Connect 2018 last week, I had a chat with Andrew Border. Andrew is the Vice President for the Communications Group at Dolby. Dolby, already world-renowned experts in sound and vision within consumer products, are relatively new players in the UC market. However, they have ambitious plans. Andrew explained their proposition to me and we started with why he joined them in the first place.
1: I was just blown away by how, as a company, Dolby really thinks differently about solving problems. It really comes from this deep understanding of how humans perceive sound uh, or imaging, and then really understanding um, how the brain works in relation to that and how you can do these amazing things. And I thought at the time, well, what a great opportunity to go work on something in a company which things completely differently about a problem space that needed different thinking. Just great work at a company who looks at um, such different, compelling ways in solving, I think, really important problems and delivering spectacular experiences.
0: That's really interesting. And that wasn't something I was expecting you to say in terms of the different approach that Dolby take mm-hmm. into enticed you. What was it about that approach that really you thought was so, was so unique as opposed to other players that were pre-existing within the collaboration space.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I think, you know, it was really this. It's The difference is the starting point. And the starting point is uh, having a view on around what defines a great or, in our case, like the way we like to think about it, a spectacular experience. And so I think so much of the collaboration the communication market for so long has been caught up with the ideas of, um, you know, interoperability, Um, standards based approaches, uh, which have often been about dealing with things like limited bandwidth in the network or uh, back in the day, actually, you know, switching technologies were highly constrained. And so you had to be super efficient about, you know, how you managed uh, uh, voice calls really had nothing to do with user experience It was about how you preserved a really scarce commodity uh, in a network. Uh, And it really wasn't focused on the user experience. And so when I say Dolby has a different view around how you solve problems, it really starts with the experience you want to deliver, really profound understanding of things like psychoacoustics in the field of audio. How do we interact with audio stimuli and how does our brain react to that? And once you understand that, you can really understand how to deliver a much more natural communication system. Let me give you an example. I was about
0: to say, I feel I should know more about psychoacoustics (laughs) to to try and get my podcast numbers up. This is something I I should have been researching a long time ago.
1: Well, well, let me give you an example. So this meeting room we're sitting in its a pretty big room, and it's actually not too noisy, right? But um, you can imagine that, you know, if I started, you know, tapping on the table or something, it'll be annoying for your podcast. I'm sorry. No, no, but, but it gives a, We need but, that illustration. But you have that distracting noise. But the way that we hear in everyday life, because those signals—my voice, the noise of me tapping, maybe the background HVAC noise—all yeah. arrives at your ears slight, at slightly different times. And because of that, you can tune tune your attention to the particular audio signal you're interested in. So presumably, you're not having any troubles hearing me, even though there's this this sea of distracting noise in all the environments we we listen in. And in fact, this is actually called in the scientific literature, the cocktail party effect. You imagine you're in a noisy cocktail party, all the noise of clinking glasses, lots of other conversations going on around you. But Just just like that. That was almost as if I planned that. I think you did that deliberately. So think of it a cocktail party. Because we're humans, we hear in stereo, all those sounds arrive at slightly different times, and you have the most powerful signal processor ever invented, which is the human brain, which unstitches all those different sounds and allows you to concentrate on on the the one conversation you're interested in. Um, Compare that with a, a traditional communication system. So first of all, what happens... Uh, let's say there's multiple talkers on a conference call. The first thing we do is often the signals at narrow band, so pretty low fidelity. Yeah. Then they hit a conferencing bridge where all those mono signals are now mixed down mixed into one mega mono signal. And then we do you the favor of squirting that into just one of your ears. So you've taken away basically all the natural advantages you have in how you hear in everyday life and made an incredibly complex audio signal processing task for your brain because this is not how you hear in everyday life. So what will happen is instead of focusing on the conversation on the conference call, you're actually being tasked with doing a very difficult audio task of unpicking all those different audio streams dealing with the background noise, and no wonder people lose attention. So your focus brain's
0: already that. having to focus on another area and not being able to fully involve in, in what it should be involved to, which is the conversation exactly and right. trying to you know, create a good outcome from that.
1: Yeah, exactly right. So that's an example of just one part of what we do in Dolby Voice. And so you know, there's so many different examples, but that's one where um, what we call spatial audio, being able to hear spatially, uh, really returns a lot of the naturalness uh, to how how, how a, a, a conversation flows, and a conference call should work.
0: And I suppose that that R&D and those, that Dolby R&D and the, and the results that that's yielded were probably an unintended consequence before, you know, they thought about getting into the collaboration space. That, oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, that's what I was saying. In fact, a really great example of the different um, problem-solving techniques because we just took everything that we knew and had developed, frankly, over 50 years in the field of um, uh, audio entertainment experiences. And we brought that in and just looked at the problem space and said, well, why would it be different when we're thinking about entertainment experiences uh, or how we're here in everyday life? Why wouldn't you take that as your starting point rather than all the existing constraints of a communication system?
0: Absolutely. And in, in theory, it should be even more important in a business environment to try and yield that maximum efficiency gain from users, which everyone's looking at small collaboration benefits and where you're going to be able to save time. Oh, and
1: absolutely. I mean, if you think about um, you know, the lost productivity in your own meetings, if you're distracted, if it's hard to hear, if you're straining to hear, measure it in nothing else other than the fatigue that you feel at the end of an hour long, long conference call. And those fatigue levels just go up dramatically if you're, you know, overtaxing, um, you know, your mental capacity by having you, you know, perform these complex, unnatural audio tasks. So, you know, we actually um, have measured things like task efficiency. This is we have a lab down in our uh, uh, Dolby Voice offices in Sunnyvale, uh, where we bring in people from the outside world uh, as test subjects, and we test them. On different sorts of audio technology and you know we can compare users on a traditional conferencing bridge where we're doing all those bad things I said like squirting all the audio into one of their ears and have them do a simple set of tasks Uh, you know working in groups in teams completing just a simple task on an iPad matching numbers and coordinates and what we find is that the team who does it on Dolby Voice uh, using the benefits of spatial audio and all the other things I'm talking about Um, you know, have dramatic improved results compared to the subjects who are performing the task on a traditional conferencing um, technology. So let's say, you know, uh, face-to-face completing the task, the teams complete it 100% of the time. Uh, Using something like our spatial audio system, those teams complete those tasks around 70 to 80% of the efficiency of face-to-face. Traditional audio conferencing system can be as low as, as about 30%. Wow. So, you know, just really dramatic So there's a huge that,
0: efficiency saving. That yeah, like that. yeah, absolutely. Uh, and where do you see Dolby fitting in uh, the current collaboration market uh, mm-hmm. as it is at the moment?
1: Yeah, well, I uh, like a lot of our technologies and our go-to-market models, we see um, our job is to focus on delivering that spectacular experience in, for both audio and imaging. But we bring that to market through partners. So at the end of the day... Um, when we work with Blue jeans or high five or one of our partners, our job is to work with them to make the audio and video experience as compelling and immersive and spectacular as we can. but all that has to be surfaced in an application that people enjoy using that fits into a workflow that they're comfortable with. So you know the partnership's actually really important uh, because uh, we need. Our technology is to be delivered in a workflow that makes sense and that people enjoy using and fits into what businesses want to buy and how they're going to use the tool. The other part about it is we want partners who really buy into delivering the complete experience. Because it's an end-to-end approach to solving the problem with better audio, let's say, we need our partners to have the Dolby technology throughout the chain. So. In the Blue Jeans example, for instance, uh, we have technology that runs on servers right in the core infrastructure of the Blue Jeans network, which is doing all the mixing of the audio. We work with Blue Jeans on their iOS and Android Mac and PC clients, that there's Dolby technology in those doing the noise reduction and helping deliver spatial audio. And of course, we need our partners to work with us on delivering things like the Dolby conference phone, so like in the in-room experience. Um, that's all part of the same solution. So one of the things, you know, when we work with our partners, we're looking for um, a shared uh, vision and belief in the need to deliver a great immersive experience because there's certainly work that they need to do to incorporate our technology. We'd we, we, you know, like to think we've made it as easy as possible, but we're really looking for partners who have a you know, shared belief. in Absolutely, the, in the, the quality and,
0: like you said, that, that delightful customer experience, that exceptional customer experience. You have right. to be able to select partners that are going to enable you know that to be incorporated in the whole solution it's all very well having a fantastic dolby audio solution if if the rest of the product isn't if it doesn't fit into the
1: customer workflow or or yeah the the, you know the screen sharing isn't great or something yeah Um, it it has to exist in the context of a business tool that end users and it departments want to deploy and and, and use brilliant
0: andrew that was really interesting thank you so much for coming on i really do appreciate it well
1: thank you for the time
0: fascinating insights from andrew there and i'm hoping i can use some of dolby's research into psychoacoustic to improve the podcast if you have any suggestions or questions get in touch on twitter or linkedin at Today news but as always there's loads more content on our website at uctoday.com thanks again for listening